It was one of those old houses you see from time to time, standing off the road, across the field, out toward the country, the roof mostly gone, windows sagging and empty, peering at you over a half-rotted porch as you drive by. It's hard to believe that anyone had ever lived there, but according to my great-grandfather, it was the house he was born in. His excitement grew as we pulled onto the bare dirt track that led to the house. The car was still rolling when out he popped and was moving as fast as his cane would let him up the stairs and through the black hole that served as a door. Following as fast as we could, we too crossed the threshold and came to a sudden and abrupt halt, like hitting an unseen wall. In the gray light filtering through the dust, we could see the back of an old wingback chair, grimy and tattered, facing toward the fireplace on the far wall of the room. There was no sign of great-granddad. Try as we might, we could not move forward. A voice seemed to come from the depths of the wingback chair. Don't worry, you'll have him back safe and sound. But first, you must listen to my weird wonder stories from a time long ago. When I'm done, just step back and leave. Great-grandfather will be found sleeping in the car. And we did. Here are three stories we heard about death. Death in the Orange by Lord Dunsey Two dark young men in a foreign southern land sat at a restaurant table with one woman. On the woman's plate was a small orange which had an evil laughter in its heart. Both of the men would be looking at the woman all of the time. They ate little and they drank much. And the woman was smiling at each, equally. Then the small orange that had laughter in its heart rolled slowly off the plate onto the floor. And the dark young men both sought for it at once. They met suddenly beneath the table. Soon they were speaking swift words to one another. And a horror and an impotence came over the reason of each as she sat helpless at the back of the mind. The heart of the orange laughed, and the woman went on smiling. Death, who was sitting at another table, tete-a-tete with an old man, rose and came over to listen to the quarrel. The End The Food of Death by Lord Dunsey Death was sick, but they brought him bread that the modern bakers make, whited with a lump, and the tin meats of Chicago with a pinch of our modern substitute for salt. They carried him into the dining room of a great hotel, in that close atmosphere, death breathed more freely. There they gave him their cheap Indian tea. They brought him a bottle of wine that they called champagne. Death drank it up. They brought a newspaper and looked up the patent medicines. They gave him the foods that it recommended for invalids and a little medicine as prescribed in the paper. They gave him some milk and borax such as children drink in England. Death arose ravening, strong, and strode again through the cities. The End
Death and Odysseus by Lord Dunsey. In the Olympian courts, love laughed at death because he was unsightly and because she couldn't help it, because he never did anything worth doing, and because she would. And death hated being laughed at. He used to brood apart, thinking only of his wrongs, of what he could do to end this intolerable treatment. One day, death appeared in the courts with an air. They all noticed it. What are you up to now, said love. Death solemnly said to her, I am going to frighten Odysseus. And drawing about him his gray traveler's cloak, went out through the windy door with his jowl turned earthwards. He came soon to Ithaca and the hall that Athena knew. He opened the door and saw their famous Odysseus with his white locks bending close over the fire, trying to warm his hands. The wind through the open door blew bitterly on Odysseus. Death came up behind him and suddenly shouted, and Odysseus went on warming his pale hands. Then death came close and began to mouth at him. And after a while, Odysseus turned and spoke. Well, O oh servant, he said, have your masters been kind to you since I made you work for me round Ilion? Death for some while stood mute, for he thought of the laughter of love. Come now, said Odysseus, lend me your shoulder. And he, leaning heavily on that bony joint, they went together through the open door. The End And on the way home, we heard great-grandfather mumbling in his sleep. Such marvelous stories, he said. Such marvelous stories. I haven't heard these since I was a child. And he promptly fell back asleep.